welcome to another episode of Coffee and Chai, a podcast all around faith, culture, and our continued pursuit of happiness. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the show. April 3rd, and we are literally in another day, another week of being sheltered in place all around the country and really around the world. And it is some crazy times. And often I've been thinking, man, does it even make sense to continue to push out content and creative content? And what I've realized is that, man, stories like this uh, bring hope in a hopeless situation and bring light in a dark season. And so um, I'm just going to continue to share stories like this of creativity, of faith, and I really hope that it encourages you and inspires you. And today, man, we've got a really encouraging brother on the podcast. Uh, my friend, uh, Ramon Anjouran, he is literally an incredible guy that works currently for the NFL Players Association. But, man, he's doing so many incredible and amazing things in his life. And, man, he's got an incredible family. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking around calling and creativity. And so I pray this conversation blesses you, encourages you. And inspires you. Enjoy. Yo, Ramon, man, what's up, man? Welcome to the podcast. My brother, how you doing, Rob G? I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> man, you took it uh, alive and school. well. Bro, you said alive and well. I did. Rob G, man. I ain't heard that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose, too. <laughs> Let's go, man. <laughs> well, man, you are a good friend. It's literally been way too long. Right. Man, um, I got you, brother. You're right. <laughs> since college days. Um, man, honestly, like it's been like almost 10 years, bro. That's way too long. Way too long. Yeah. Wow. We're in 2020. <laughs> wow. Uh, I left school in 2011. I think you graduated maybe a year before me. So um, it's kind of crazy. But um, um, just for those who may not know you, um, what is it that you do and why do you do it? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I'm a father. I'm a husband. Uh, a minority. I'm an African. Uh, my purpose is... Uh, to, I guess you could say, shine the light mm. of others and however I can in whichever manner I makes the most sense in going about doing that. Mm -hmm. um, currently for employment, um, I work with uh, the National Football League Players Association, uh, where I work with our active guys, uh, specifically in our continuing education space, as well as um, onboarding rookies to the NFLPA and making sure they understand the programs and resources mm. that, are, that are available to them. Um, I work with athletes on the athlete development um, component with regards to life and transition mm -hmm. um, after their sport. Uh, I'm currently teaching a course at the University of Maryland. Let's go. And, uh, I, yeah, and then I'll start my PhD here this fall. So, Man, um, come on. You just like always keep going, man. Always doing more, um, and we're gonna get to, to like some of my brothers. <laughs> we just I ain't gonna point no going. elbows. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, before we even jump into like the education, the family aspect, um, just center into the area of sports. Um, did you always have a passion uh, for sports, and is that always something that you kind of wanted to get into? It is, um, or it, it it was, and it is still. Um, Growing up, like everybody else, uh, we I played football or, you know, everyone has that sport that they play for the most part. I, mine mm -hmm. was football. I wanted to grow up and 
break Emmett Smith's rushing record. Um, <laughs> probably will never happen. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I played in played in high school, played in uh, middle school. Uh, had an accident in high school and mm. uh, never quite recovered physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that ended my playing career. Um, and so with that just knew that I wanted to still be around sport and in some regard and some aspect. And so, um, started to kind of set my sights on different paths and different ways to be able to do that. Um, and decided I was going to do athletic training or mm-hmm. physical therapy. And that's initially what brought me to George Southern to meet you, good brother. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. Um, I didn't even know you played, uh, sports in high school. What, what position you played? Uh, I play running back. I wow. play running back uh, very early on. Ironically enough, um, and I don't even know how much of this you know, uh, I was in a big-time car accident when I was younger, um, mm. around 9 or 10. Um, I actually got hit by a car. And so because of the coma that I was in um, and the concussions that I had uh, post um, the accident, mm-hmm. Uh, I was not allowed to play football until I was in middle school because mm. my brain had to uh, essentially heal t- up to a certain point yeah. um, so that I could be able to play contact sports. So play, uh, play running back in, high- in middle school, play running back in high school, and then going into my junior year, which was supposed to be my, my coming out moment, my you know big man on campus moment. Uh, Tore uh, a couple ligaments in my knee in spring training and mm. uh, came back too soon. Um, you know, similar to the Booby Mouse story on uh, Booby Mouse. Remember the t- yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was it? What, what was it? Remember the Titans? Yep. Was it? Yep. Yeah. 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 So that that one hit home uh, when that one came out. <laughs> Credit to Denzel and Derek Luke. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I came back too soon. It was never quite the same. Mm-hmm. I, I ended, you know, I played my last couple of years, but um, definitely knew we weren't going anywhere, um, especially big or major college-wise. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I just, I, everything changed then, and I knew I, I wanted to be around the sport. So um, tried to find all avenues that could lead there and, and pick the one that made the most sense for me. Wow. And so... Uh, I remember Georgia Southern days, good old days down in south of Georgia, Indeed. Statesboro, Georgia. <laughs> and, um, you know, after college, I remember you went to UF. Um, and uh, am I correct? You went to UF, right? UCF. UCF. Okay. One of those schools UCF. in Florida. Yep. And um, yep. you went down there to continue your education. And uh, you talked around uh, wanting to get into physical therapy. Um, is that what you jumped into? Is that what you studied um, even more into? So I truly believe that things happen for a reason yeah and uh i will put this out there at my own humility um to hopefully help someone else um anyone who knows me knows i love the university of florida and the mm-hmm. florida gators mm-hmm. and all of their sports um i was applying to the university of florida coming out of undergrad for their dpt program their doctor in physical therapy mm-hmm. and i actually got all of my documents together had everything laid out and set mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, saw the wrong date mm. and sent no. all of my stuff in a week after the deadline. No, no. <laughs> so I had, you know, I had, you know, three recommendation letters. I had wrote my essay and filled out the application, had my fee ready, had everything ready and set to go. Um, 
and applied a week later, oh, a week wow. late. And so, um, as you can imagine, you know, this is a doctor program. Mm-hmm. They have strict um, yep. rules and, 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 and requirements. And so at that point, I had to decide, hey, are we going to wait a year or are we going to uh, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And as we say in the South Barbecue and Mildew, um, <laughs> I chose to barbecue and look, just looked at some other programs um, and identified the DeVos Sports Business Management Program mm-hmm. at the University of Central Florida. Um, focused there on um, um, morality, ethics, and sport. Mm-hmm. And so applied there, you get your master's in sports business management mm-hmm. as well as your MBA in two years. Okay, And so um, thought it was a unique opportunity. Um, knew I was wanting to, at that point in time, knew I was wanting to get into the athlete development space. Mm-hmm. Um, so had had pivoted a little from, you know, the athletic trainer or even physical therapy to now more so life skills and um, the development of the individual off the field or off the court uh, with regards to their sport. Mm-hmm. And so um, knew that a program in Florida, um, that one specifically, uh, would give me the ability to get a get a couple degrees, um, mm-hmm. get some uh, uh, get into some situations that I think could allow me to network with the right types of people, mm-hmm. um, and then also uh, garner some some uh, valuable experiences. The year I was down there was actually the year um, the NBA All Star um, weekend was in Orlando, mm-hmm. um, so got to meet a lot of people and got to um, participate on a lot of projects and experiences. And so everything works out for a reason. Oh, but uh, again, <laughs> I did not go to the University of Florida because mm-hmm. of a blip on my own part. Um, anyone who knows me knows, uh, can imagine how upset I was with myself. But mm-hmm. um, like oh. I said, everything for a reason. So that's 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 how I got down to UCF and how um, this whole thing started. Yeah, come on, man. I was telling someone the other day, early, early this week, because, you know, a lot of people do say um, everything happens for a reason. And often the reason is because uh, we made that reason. <laughs> we messed up. And, you know, you, yep. miss a, you miss a date. Yep. Um, but it's crazy how God will use it um, for, you know, better things than we thought that it could ever be used for. And, you know, I'm glad Absolutely. to hear that, you know, it did lead you to um, where you are now, <laughs> you know, albeit a different road. <laughs> I, definitely a different road. I call going down to school um, at UCF um, one of my better decisions in life. Um, mm-hmm. The only one that I've made outside of that one um, would be marrying my wife. So mm, come on. Um, <laughs> that's the only one I, I typically put on top of that. Yep, yep, <laughs> but yep. uh, going to school down there definitely was uh, um, something that kind of catapulted me into to where I am today and, and what we're doing now. Oh, come on, man. Sure. And so I remember, I feel like, didn't you like intern for like Nike or something early on? It was like you interned for so, someone. So I interned um, with the Orlando Predators, which was the Arena Football League team yep, down, arena in, football. down in Orlando. Um, and then uh, also interned with the PGA um, out in Hilton Head. What? Uh, Hilton yeah, Head? Was, oh, come on. <laughs> stayed in the house uh, and, and pretty much went into the tournament office each uh, day. Um, 
came in at 10, left at three and uh, sat on the beach and studied for the GRE and GMAT wow. um, every day. That's essentially how that went. It also birthed the uh, beginning of my fantasy football career. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not even gonna lie. I tried to play, every year I try to play fantasy football, but I don't know. I, I just need to take like a year and just get to know every single player. Cause like, if you ask me anything about the NBA, I can tell you first name, last names, position, uh, where they're go. from, but I can't do it for football. So I got, I got to get into it. I know that's like, you know, I'm from the well, South, I, so I, I should think be they got to. fantasy basketball too. I but that's think, way too so. long, man. That's it's man. The NBA season's way too ah, long. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you lose, you lose, you lose focus, and you, you lose. Do. Uh, I got that makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. It is a pretty long season compared to the league. Way too long. But um, you talk around education um, and how it's really important to you. Um, do you feel like it plays a lot into um, kind of like what you do now? Um, you know, the dreams and the vision you have over your family is education really like at the center of that? Um, it really is. And it's allowed me, it was instilled in me as a, as a young child. Um, both of my parents are African immigrants mm-hmm. um, from Nigeria. Nigeria. So oh, yeah. Me oh, yeah. Very, very early on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of being the gateway towards any success in this country. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of, it's just been that vehicle for me. So, um, my wife, uh, she's a uh, JD. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm pursuing my PhD here later this fall, um, and, and to go along with the two master's degrees. So it's just it's it's an ongoing process with regards to educating ourselves, and mm-hmm. uh, because it means so much to me, I've been able to utilize it purposefully mm-hmm. uh, within my profession as well, um, and in guiding our active players towards continuing their education mm. um in the off season <clears throat> or even when they're done playing and just excuse me making sure that they understand the 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 weight that it holds mm-hmm. uh because when you graduate from a university when you get your degree whatever degree that may be in wherever you may graduate from mm-hmm. that is something no one can take from you i nope. kind of uh when i'm talking to them kind of uh, put it on the same platform as a Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. know, like when you're Super Bowl champions one year, you could play no zero years after that, you could go on and play 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you could never win another Super Bowl, but the fact that you were on that team that yep. specific year, no one can take that from you. And the same goes to play with regards to them obtaining a degree. Mm-hmm. Once it's gotten, once they've earned and achieved that degree, no one can take that from them. And so now when they are done playing or are still playing and go into an office or a corporate setting, mm-hmm. they're now looked at a little bit differently than just an athlete, mm-hmm. just someone who uh, is, is there to maybe be entertained or there just based off the, the, the weight of their name Man. or um, their affiliation. And so that's what we try to make sure they understand and um of course we provide opportunities for them to take advantage of that yeah man more than an athlete it's uh i think that's that's powerful you know i grew up in a family similar to yours and education was big <clears throat> i think because when family comes from another country you know you see america as like the land of opportunities and one of the biggest opportunities is education and i remember uh kanye west had uh, i think it was a college dropout album and in one of the um like little skits in the album it's like, oh, my dad died. And you know what he left me? 
his degrees. Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about like, oh, you go get your master's, then your master's, master's, then your doctorate. Yeah. Um, I remember and, that you know, I'm like, man, how many degrees can one person have? Um, because I only viewed the degrees as paper. Um, but as I got older and, you know, I started to get educated and I went to school, um, I realized that education was really just power and I could leverage it to allow me to do more like by itself. Yeah. It's just education, just a piece of paper that you got. But like, man, when you use it to push you where, you know, God's calling you or you feel like you have a passion for, um, man, it becomes powerful in your life. Um, and so I think, you know, your position in the right space where you need to be, which is to, you know, empower athletes to, you know what I'm saying, do more. And when I look at the season that we're in right now, um, there are no sports on TV. Uh, there's nope. no sports anywhere right now in the world. Everything's kind of just on hold and on standby, and we're just waiting. Um, and so do you feel like you are working even more right now, or does your job look a little different? Like, what does it look like right now? So we we push the narrative athlete and mm. athlete and father, athlete and businessman, athlete and student, athlete and graduate, athlete and entrepreneur. And so mm-hmm. right now, like you said, there are no sports. So a lot of our guys are focusing on what that and looks like for them. Mm-hmm. And so with that being the case and with us not playing games, it actually makes things a lot more busier for me and mm-hmm. our department in, in, in entirety right now, trying to make sure they are equipped with different uh, networking and abilities, different ways to educate themselves, different uh, little nuances for them to find um, traction in so that even when this thing resumes with regards to play, they're still able to identify themselves and, uh, different ways outside mm-hmm. of just what they were doing. And so this time, this downtime, so to say, is imperative for them to use in a, in a positive way and use for an enlightenment of themselves along with their families. Uh, we talk about education. Um, my, I got a, a, a son in, who we, we had to uh, clean out his dorm at Howard mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This, this year. He's a freshman this year. And Man. He's home now taking his online classes Man. during the day, just the same way um, we're, you know, in front of screens doing our work, um, my wife and I. So um, education through and through is kind of how we how we are getting through this and mm-hmm. um, something that, you know, we'll, we'll never kind of cease to uh, to be of importance. So, mm-hmm. you know, there'll come a time where, you know, new content with regards to sports doesn't matter mm-hmm. or there'll come a time where uh, it's it's summer. So winter fleece and the different <laughs> brands don't matter mm-hmm, <laughs> it'll mm-hmm. come a time when beaches are closed so yeah. the the hottest uh swimsuits and and swimming trunks and brands don't matter yeah there will never come a time when education and what you've been able to acquire knowledge wise oh, yeah. doesn't matter come so never um, definitely want to continue to push that narrative and make sure um, it's understood both professionally and then personally um, starting with myself and then at home um, in our own home. Mm. So you talked around, you know, early on, uh, you know, sending in your application a week late um, and you moved around a lot. I mean, now I think you're in DC, right? And um, do do you feel like there are other um, big decisions um, that you made in your life that have affected really played a major part in where you are now 
Uh, I do. Uh, we we talked about one and and, and marrying my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her in Kansas City my first year out there Ooh. working with the Chiefs. Kansas City, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who before thought? the Super Bowl, wow. before the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but really, really, really couldn't be more happy for Coach Reed um, and, and everyone there. Um, they're great coaches, and then they're great men. Mm-hmm. Coach Reed actually happens to be uh, both, Man. and so really happy for him and what they were able to accomplish last year. But um, yeah, I, I moved out to Kansas City, met my wife, and proposed within six months. Yeah. Um, so that's a decision that I made there that um, not only made me a husband, but mm-hmm. also a father at the same time, and mm-hmm. kind of took my thought process and mindset um from one level to you know and a totally different space and so um that guided and uh helped me decide on a lot of decisions uh, from that point forward and uh you talked about moving moving uh, a good bit and in sports you'll find sports professionals do that from time to time and so um and finishing up at UCF, uh, we went out to New Mexico State to work with the student athletes mm-hmm. uh, there prior to going to Kansas City for a few years. And then uh, UFC out in Las Vegas. And then now we're here in uh, <laughs> D.C. So um, you need you need a certain level of faith um, to be able to uh, uh, make those definitive uh, decisions to mm-hmm. move not only yourself and, and, and everything you know, but. Um, also your family and, and everything that they know. And so, um, as you know, I'm a loving and practicing Muslim and, and my faith in God is a, uh, giving me the strength to be able to make the decisions, come to my wife, talk yeah. to her about the decisions, and then as a family decide this is what's best for us and this is what we'll be able to do. Um, and we've been in situations where um, the fruit of those decisions have presented themselves to us and like anybody else, there's nothing more. There's there's no better feeling, I think, than having to make a really, really tough decision and then making that decision and then having, uh, I guess, the 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 veil um, removed and yeah. seeing, uh, you know, God telling you, you made the right decision. Man. This is why you made the right decision. And so um, talking about decisions, uh, I, we told our son last year during his senior year of high school, you know, what colleges he applied to, what colleges he decided to visit, those were hard decisions. Mm-hmm. But he needed to make them because he was now becoming an adult. Yep. And the decisions were only going to be harder as he grew. Mm. And so he made those tough decisions then. Uh, we didn't, you know, leave him out on, you know, without a lifeboat, but we guided, but he made those decisions. And now being able to talk a year later and looking back at that and some of the decisions he's now having to make, even with, you know, the present time, mm-hmm. um, it's really cool to be able to kind of look back at that time and then um, see his growth. And so um, before it was what school we're going to now, we're all dealing with the coronavirus pandemic yeah. and, you know, they've canceled classes and, um, as far as in cam- on campus, and now he's doing everything online. And then now they've got this plus fail um, narrative, and you can opt in or opt out for each individual class. So, mm. you know, that's not a decision we're going to make for him. Yeah. That's a decision he's got to make. We're going to make sure he understands the ramifications of both. Yeah. But again, more decisions that he's going to make that could affect him um, 
GPA wise and then going to med school yep. and what yep. that looks like going down the line. So, um, a lot of decisions have guided and, uh, gotten me to where we are today, bro. Like I realized I stopped this week and, um, you know, a, a lot of things are happening, you know, in the world right now, you know, I think we're all getting personally affected by, you know, what I'm saying the coronavirus, and you know, some of us are losing family members, and you know, a lot of a lot of the time we're asking God like, why? Like, why is this happening in the world? Why are we going through this? And um, I I just kind of took a moment to realize that you know, even if I can't get the answer of why, I can see some of uh, what God can still produce in this season, and a lot of it has been just reconnection with people. You know, I'm, I'm I don't even call people anymore; I Facetime them. Um, because I'm like, I know what you're doing. You're at home. You're not doing much, <laughs> or at least you're not going out anywhere. And so, yeah, um, that's true. You know, and I think a lot of us right now are even counting, taking stock of our blessings. And you talk around family being huge for you, and I've just seen it really start to play a part in you know what you do and why you do it, and you know how you continue to keep moving forward. And so when you look at like you know your faith, right, like you had that before you know you even started a family um but have you seen it really continue to grow um just based off of the people that are now in your life um including your wife and your son like have you seen your faith begin to grow even deeper because of them absolutely um uh, my wife is a very very spiritual being Mm -hmm. um and my son has the biggest heart that you know anyone Mm -hmm. could have and so um both of those kind of embody um you know the 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 positive attributes of of, of our provider yeah. of, of our of our lord and so um just in that they that's pressed upon me to grow in the ways in which i love that's just in that it's uh it's become in, imperative that i continue to strive to be more and more spiritual mm-hmm. um and um, a big conversation my wife and i um have um from time to time is especially in this today's day and age mm-hmm. um is uh practice over um faith mm. or relationship so to say so um you know there you know with different processes there are certain things that you have to do mm-hmm. right but if you don't have a relationship where there is no connection why mm. you do that do you does do? it truly mean anything mm. are you doing it for any specific reason oh, and wow. so um you know that 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 practice versus relationship is a big component that she has brought to my life over yeah. the last five and six years and really had me kind of hone in on and make sure that um you know i'm not just doing things because they are what's supposed to be done mm-hmm. but that i'm doing those things because i have that relationship Man. with that individual with that being mm-hmm. and it's a combination of the two yeah. um, versus one or the other Yo. That's real, man. I think, uh, you know, growing up, like my parents, uh, what what they believed is what I believed. Um, that's their job. Exactly. We're going to church. We're going to church. And, um, you know, when we finally got on our own, um, that's when I started making my own decisions the same way you, you empowered your son. Like, hey, it's time for you to make your own decisions. And, you know, one of the biggest decisions we make in our life is often our faith. 
Absolutely. you know, along with getting married and you know who we're gonna marry. But Absolutely. um, Absolutely. you know, it is our faith and. Um, I think, you know, your wife is, <laughs> you, you married a, a, a smart woman where she said, you know, value that relationship over the practice mm-hmm. because the practice is going to come along with the relationship. And she was preaching to you in that moment and she just preached to me. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, I will make sure she, uh, she knows, uh, <laughs> add that to the, to the, uh, unbalanced oh, tally uh, between her and I. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, um, you know, you know, we're in a crazy season and um, but I, I think that, you know, there are more seasons because seasons do end and new seasons begin. And um, as you look over um, the next season that's coming, you talk around, you know, getting your Ph.D. and all of that. Um, how do you feel like God is continually pushing you out of your comfort zone? That's a great question. Um, and. I can save without a doubt the first one that pops into my head or first example um is so when i met my wife um in 2013 Mm -hmm. uh my son was 12 then Mm. and so i became like you said a husband and a father at the same time Mm -hmm. um as i proposed you know six months later the relationship then i realized very early that i needed to have one with her mm-hmm. one with him yep. but then the three of us needed to have one and so um, we've been able to kind of nourish that and, and and get to a point where we're okay mm-hmm. um and it's been a beautiful thing and they've been super loving now we find ourselves now in a totally different situation. We moved to DC as empty nesters, mm-hmm. um, my wife and I. So we spent a lot more time together. That in itself is different than anything we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, my son is now 18. It would be 19 in June. Mm. He's, he's, an, he's an adult. He's a grown man. Mm-hmm. So the relationship and, and the different entities and nuances that we've had in previous years and it's now changing that relationship is not necessarily a a boy and a man anymore it's Mm -hmm. a man and another man yep and so navigating that and making sure we're still continuing to show an example um and provide um direction and and different opportunities for him to grow um is is a a major priority for me Mm -hmm. um as we kind of move forward um it's a very unfortunate time right now Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of people. Um, And for those of us who are, you know, doing okay, I think we realize how blessed we are and are super appreciative of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me personally, being able to have everyone at home, my wife, my son and I has been, has been incredible. It's, it's, it's been immensely helpful and, us growing as a family and us um, just continuing to grow as individuals because we're all now adults and all teaching each other different things on a day in and day out basis. Um, although we're in DC and he's at Howard, um, and he's 30 minutes from the house, his dorm is, there are nights, there are weeks where we don't see him um, because he's being an adult, he's mm-hmm. in college. And so now to have everyone back in, the, in under one roof um, and continuing to nurture and grow those relationships in the flesh and in person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 
it's, it's been um, a wonderful thing for us um, as a family um, and then been um, even better uh, individually. And so when I look to what's next for me, um, continuing to grow and cultivate that relationship with him mm-hmm. um, as a man um, is something that is right at the top of that list uh, alongside um, being the best husband I can be and Come on. Um, let alone, you know, best son and brother to my younger brother and sister um, as well. So um, that's more on the personal or familiar tip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, professionally, I'm about to start a new journey. Um, this is one that you don't necessarily add to what you have going on, but <laughs> you base you base what is next around it mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's of that uh, magnitude and and deserves that much credit. And so, um, you know, we're still working and figuring out what that's going to look like, yeah. and uh, we're going to attack it, um, um, you know, head on and. Uh, with a lot of energy and a lot of zest and so look excited about it Mm -hmm. Um, but it it will be a process it'll be you know it'll be years in the making (laughs) but you can't finish something unless you start it so yep (laughs) that's what 2020 is gonna bring um it's it's gonna bring uh it has already brought the coronavirus but it will also bring um the beginning of the um vermont's phd and um we can't get to the end of that until we start. So oh, I'm on, excited man. about that as well, man. Just going to continue to grow um, as a as a sports professional, as a, a business professional, and um, always in all walks of life. Continue to try to impact as many um, lives as I can, um, both within the NFL and um, other athletes that I work with as well. And so, and and, and another cool little notch here that we're going to make sure we do is. Um, spend some time and a little more conversations um, with those good brothers that we've come to know along the way. Mm. Um, those uh, good people and, and, and good, uh, amazing spirits. Yeah. Uh, specifically those uh, whose names, first names, start with R's, um, similar <laughs> to mine. <laughs> I like that, man. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we got to make sure we, we tap in a little more out there for sure. Definitely, so, bro. Um, I and love once it. the planes start flying again with more people on them, yep. um, and we make our way out west, you, you'll for sure be seeing, yep. seeing your boy. You know where I live, man, in San Francisco. I'm one of the few people out here, and every time people come to San Francisco, they're like, do you live in San Francisco? I'm like, I'm the only one you know <laughs> who lives in the Bay Area, so come on through. Um, you got sprinkles in LA, you got sprinkles <laughs> here, but I yeah, am. I am. I'm here. Um, but I, you know, when I when I look at your life, man, I hear your story. You know, I just know that clearly God has called you to family, and He's giving you family as your platform. You know, I think a lot of people might look at their job and what they do there as their platform, but man, your platform is your family, and the way you guys do it um, is speaking to so many people. Uh, so keep doing family so well, man, and. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like sharing what you guys are doing, sharing the love. Uh, we love seeing it, man. And I know the world loves seeing it. Um, and I don't think it's by accident that God put you um, in a position to speak to athletes about, you know, I mean, everything outside of the sport and how they can have um, just so much more um, coupled with what they do um, in a sports world. And so 
um man like keep doing what you're doing bro keep pressing pushing forward god has called you to do some incredible things and uh i'm glad i get to see it um but thank you so much for jumping on the podcast thank you for giving me your time i know our schedules finally aligned thank you god (laughs) rob Um, is a busy man y'all oh my goodness man (laughs) i love it brother well um, give the family a hug for us uh, from me and my Will wife, uh, but thank Will you, do. brother, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the podcast, Coffee and Chai. Be sure to hit the subscribe button, share with your friends or family as we plan to release new episodes every other Thursday to end your week off right. If you have any questions or comments, be sure to hit me up on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, RobG1906. But again, thank you for checking us out, and we'll catch you next time.